So there. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. Why do you keep saying let us know your thoughts? Let me know your thoughts to me is a nice lead-in for So There. So There. Welcome to episode 42 of So So There. There. I'm Tom Karamitis. And I'm Gary Doyle. Tom and Gary together again at last after uh, a couple of quick uh, solo albums that uh, caused a great amount of um, angst and insecurity and uh, competition. A lot of people were, yeah, a lot of people were nervous when we did this. Are you guys breaking up? Are you having a rift? Are you, uh, are you angry at each other? Is there something going on we need to know about? You know, like when the Beatles each did their... No, the Beatles didn't do their solo records. But like when you know when when Emerson, Lake, and Palmer did their solo records, and Kiss about that, and Kiss. But no, we are uh, we are getting along. The pot is going on. It was merely an experiment. We're reunited, and yes, it feels so good. <laughs> we uh, we also at the end of our, I think each of our solo episodes, we we solicited uh, uh, listener mail. And um, from our millions and millions of listeners, we got one piece of listener mail. Well, we, we got one piece. You, you can't be sure of that because our, 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 our email service is Yahoo. And so we all know if you sent something via Yahoo, it may not have gone through. It could have gotten snagged in the servers. could have been, uh, you know, um, that Yahoo runs on chewing gum and string. So... Uh, you know, it's it's possible that we got sent more, but yeah, we did. One came through the uh, transom. So Gary's going to uh, share that piece of mail. Uh, the, the purpose of this episode is 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 to review what we did last time to come to some sort of consensus as to who did a better solo episode. Uh, so Gary's going to read our one piece of viewer mail, and then we have a a live guest who will do a deeper dive into our inadequacies. From the previous two episodes. So, yes. Uh, yes. So this this email comes from a longtime listener, faithful listener, certified advertising legend, a man who has thrown away more one-show gold pencils than most ad jerks can even dream of winning, um, New York Times best-selling author, an all-around good guy, Tom Lichtenheld uh, wrote to weigh in on the solo album episodes. So here's what Tom had to say. I listened to both. Points to Tom jumping off the cliff without a plan. Maybe this was false spontaneity, but it felt conversational and he was good at it. Giving kudos to his opponent. Maybe this was a clever ploy, but it felt genuine and it was accurate. So it worked. Points to Gary having a theme. This is the CD and you coming out. Although the brushes with the famous was a bit, quote, extra, as the kids would say, ending with the self-deprecating story about Florence Henderson made it all worthwhile. You each played to your strength, which was smart. I was going to call it a draw until I realized that a day after listening to both, all I remember about Tom's was the bit about you, that'd be me, Gary, since he wrote this to me. But your theme and a few of the stories stick with me, especially the line from Florence Henderson. So... From a recall perspective, you win. Of course, I am a biased juror because I know you, but I don't know Tom, so a judge would throw me out for having attended 
a Gary Doyle rally. I expect charges of a rigged election and mob of costumed conspiracy theorists knocking down my door any day. So points to me for simply participating in the democratic process. Stay healthy, Tom. That was very well thought out. It was. It was. uh, Tom is very thoughtful and articulate and wise, I might add, since he since he chose me um by the way the uh the the line just as a reminder from florence henderson was when i asked for her autograph after after offending her what she wrote on the on the uh on the headshot was to gary you've got westernality you've got westernality and not much else it's a great line she was hoping you'd. She was. She, it's funny. I was anyway. I, I was thinking about how she was steamed at you, yet she agreed to give you an autograph, and she asked you what you wanted it to say. So she. So somehow, no matter what you said, she was going to try to weave some kind of spontaneous put down in it. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She agreed to sign it, knowing she would roast me. <laughs> well, and she did. Thank you, Tom, for that. That was uh. Very much appreciated and, and, and spot on on all points. Um, uh, we'd like to introduce a guest who's been on the pod before. He was on the uh, Advertising with Legends episode we had a little while back, uh, joined with uh, by Ned Crowley in that episode. So I'd like to introduce uh, ad legend himself, Mr. Bob Akers. Uh, thank you. I, I got to think that your listeners are going, well, if he's already been on this, why in hell would he want to come back? But, but yet, yet, here I am. Uh, I thank you. They are, they are thinking that, but luckily for you, there's only about nine of them. <laughs> and so there's not a lot of people thinking that. Uh. The other thing, frankly, the, Gary and I were brainstorming as to who to ask to do this live, and one of the things, Bob, you're one of the few people that Bob, Gary and I feel like can be fairly objective. Most of the people who got, listen to our podcast were either first friends with me or first friends with Gary or related to one of us, so we felt like that would skew things a little bit. But uh, accurately or not, we felt like you would probably be more in the middle. Huh? You dislike both of us equally. <laughs> that, that is true. And um, like most of the people who know you, I didn't listen to the podcast. So, um, you know, it's going to be... A, it's gonna, <laughs> this is all... Yeah, it's going to be a little... It's all guesswork. Yeah. It's all theoretical. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, no, I, uh, I actually... Um, uh, I think the experiment was a bad idea. Um, be- Whoa. Well, because if you... Coming in hot. It, coming in hot. If you think of the great partnerships in history, um, you know, Lennon and McCartney, um, Orville and Wilbur, Siegfried and Roy... Donnie and Marie. Uh, you know, th- when they broke up, not as good. Just not as good. So um, I would say don't do this again, uh, for starters. Uh, well, I think, this, I think this whole gambit was Tom's secret scheme to eventually break up with me. I think it's the first sort of uh, 
wedge in that. I think it's his first uh, gambit. So yeah, I think it was just yeah. a ploy to uh, try to boost listenership. A failed attempt at attempt at that. But uh, okay, uh, I do have a piece of music that I want to play uh, that I think is very appropriate to this situation. So here it is. That's an interesting, that's an interesting music selection, Bob. Um, but I, I wasn't lonely when I did, when I did my solo podcast. I enjoyed talking to myself. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me of another song. You don't have to, you don't have to play this one, Tom. But uh, uh, by uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan, "All by Myself." That was Eric Carmen. Oh right? yes, and if you had, yes, yes. And if you had listened to my podcast, you know that was the opening and closing theme. Oh no, of my podcast. no, no, no. He really didn't uh, listen. Uh, wait, no, no, no. Uh, 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 no, I had the wrong title. Alone again, naturally, naturally is what you're that's thinking of. Correct. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. All right. Yeah, alone again, right. naturally. That's a song. That's a song that Tom has tackled in a karaoke bar in Los yeah. Angeles. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Great song. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it really is. Uh, okay, so the review. Let's start with Tom's. Uh, yes, I like starting with Tom's. Uh, Tom's, uh, Tom, uh, verbosity started off, uh, for me, it started off a little slow. In fact, so slow that I had to click the um, one and a half times speed on my phone to, to kind of stay awake. Uh, uh, and then... <laughs> He did get into what high praise. <laughs> yeah, he did. This is already this is already sounding like the critics' review of Shark Sandwich. He did get into <laughs> some um, interesting stories. I seem to remember three, although uh, there were three, though I can't recount them now, um, which makes a point. Uh, I do remember, of course, the the. Um, um, the trunk, uh, desert trunk uh, uh, thing, because I was there for that, uh, and I do remember the uh, you talking about the uh, the uh, argument you had with Gary. Although, frankly, I don't think that was the biggest argument you guys have ever had. I think the biggest I was witness to, and that was uh, that was in Hong Kong, uh, something that probably Gary doesn't want to. Um, think about or talk about uh, maybe actually it was Beijing I believe uh, I said Hong Kong you're right correct correct Beijing uh, I remember distinctly distinctly walking down a hotel hallway where Gary got physical with Tom physical and then we sat down at dinner they couldn't sit next to each other so we had to sit them apart, and they didn't speak to each other. I don't even think they looked at each other the rest of the meal. Um, so, so my overall take with Tom was uh, uh, podcast was that um, there were some interesting parts to it. Um, the, the biggest problem I had was it lacked a theme. There were interesting stories within it, which had absolutely no connection with each other, except there was a missed opportunity. He could have done it. 
he started off with this story about someone um, who who died and how uh, you, kind of the message was you need to tell people that you uh, love them while you're alive. Um, and then he goes on to other things, something with an obscure music group and then that nobody really ever listened to when they were around Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Uh, that, Whoa. Uh, to, Whoa. Just to sort of throw out a connection with somebody who nobody cares about. Uh, but then he, then he went on to talk about this, the rift with Gary, and it was a great opportunity to say, you know what, in spite of, to kind of bring it back to the funeral thing with that guy, that in spite of the rift with Gary, it's important to, to have your friendships and to uh, kind of, uh, 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 in spite of differences, bring them back together and there was a great theme there that he just didn't tie up at the end. Didn't I talk a little bit about seeing Gary as a professor uh, and how yeah. impressed I was at his abilities? Doesn't that uh, yes, but you, help you, bring that back? Well, yeah, but you didn't. You didn't reference the the the. So I should have just told Gary how much I loved him on the podcast. No, no, you should have just referenced that. You that, can tell me now. I love you. <laughs> Uh, you, 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 I would have uh, 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 referenced the funeral story at the end and just sort of tied it up a little better. So I saw it as some sort of unconnected stories, not a theme, meandering, I would call it. Okay. Um, but I'll say that some of the stories were, were interesting. Um... Gary's. Maybe we should just stop here before you get oh, to me. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. I, I was talking about just ending the podcast before you oh, roast me. Oh, I, I see. Uh, Gary's um, had a theme. Um, so, uh, you know, and it, it started off, first of all, it was way too much apology for, oh, I'm not trying to be a star... But uh, the stories were interesting, and I've heard them before, and they were still interesting. I've heard the um, Wessonality story, uh, but it was still interesting. Um, the, the problem for me with Gary's podcast was that he, he took great pains to say, hey, this is not about seeing um, uh, stars. Everybody sees stars, particularly if you go out to L.A., Everybody sees stars. This is in true encounters with them, which I thought was a great distinction, and it made me start thinking about um, all of the star encounters I've had in my life, uh, ver you know, versus what you were saying was just seeing stars. So I thought that was a really good distinction. However, after you told some very interesting encounters and Sigourney Weaver in the pool, even though I had heard that before, it was very interesting. Um, not too many people have those kind of encounters with stars. It's very interesting. Then you went on to tell stories about seeing stars, which kind of was counter to your theme. So didn't need that. Just stick with the true encounters. So uh, he, he, he uh, went off in the ditch a little bit from his theme. Um, so that's kind of my take on Gary's um, I would give the edge to Gary's podcast here because he had a theme, 
Tom did not. Well, thank you, Bob. You, uh, like Tom Lichtenheld, are wise. Uh, <laughs> wise man with uh, exquisite taste. Um, Actually, I will... Yes, 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 you found some holes in the Swiss cheese of my... Uh, of my... Uh, my podcast. Let me just say that there were only a couple of episodes or a couple of stories where I didn't actually meet the people. I think Lindsey Buckingham when I called him and uh, Hugh Grant when well, I uh, stole his message. I think there were only a couple of those. But, well, I've, but I've, you are wise. You are wise to choose me as the winner. Well, Coach Ditka was what was, it was a pointless story. Uh, I sat next to Ditka. Eh, I sat eh, next to Ditka. Eh, pointless. <laughs> <laughs> As Larry David would say, eh, pointless. Eh. Uh, Tom, are you are you sulking right now, Tom? You, we haven't no, heard from I'm, you since Bob uh, rendered his verb. Uh, no, I, I, look, I, I, I would say, all right, I also think Gary's was better, but I think it's kind of like, to me, comparing the Star Wars trilogy to a quiet little film, okay? This, to me, was a case a little bit of flan versus lobster, okay? If you're going to go out to dinner and somebody says, what are you for in the f- mood for, lobster or flan? Most people are going to say lobster, all right? Unless, unless the flan is exceptional and lobster is mediocre. Now, I'm not saying in this case your pod was mediocre. I'm just saying it was a little bit of apples and oranges, okay? You hauled out your bazooka, all right? Your, 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 all of your, your, your big weapons, your Sherman tank. Mine was a little more like local hero. It was a little bit more of a kind of a, quiet disjointed observations i will say bob you forgot i think one of the i think another story that linked it with gary was the thing about his views on tipping which i thought was you know uh, a, a bit bigger part of that episode as well but another i will give you another reason why probably the edge would go to gary and that is i looked at the measurables i looked at the downloads for each of our two episodes And last time I checked, Gary was about 80 downloads and mine was about 45. So clearly, America and the world have spoken. uh, And Gary's is a more enjoyable uh, listen than mine. So I'm not refuting at all. Well, uh, another point I'd like to make about Gary was, and I I give him credit for this, is that he, he wanted to win. And so, uh, like a good creative, hmm, he sat down and thought, how can I beat this guy? Hmm, what if I come up with a theme that's consistent with interesting stories that people will like, and therefore I will win? So Gary was out for blood, and I, and I credit him for that. I, I have a couple. A- I have a couple things to say. One is I, I I agree with your analogy, Tom. You know, perhaps your podcast was like a Joni Mitchell song, and mine was Mississippi Queen by Mountain. Oh my! God. I don't know that song. Obs- you don't know that song? Obscurity. Okay. What I want you to do. What I want you to do is play a Joni Mitchell song like like River, and then play Mississippi Queen by Mountain. It's a bulldozer. It's a it's a right. over the top heavy metal song. All right. Okay, so I you know I, I I take your point about about that, but I to, to Bob's point, I did I did set out to win. I did set out to win, and I I know my audience. America, America's not deep thinkers. You know, America generally doesn't want introspection. They elected Trump. You know, they want, you know, 
they want bombast. They want celebrities. You know, if if my if my podcast had been about you know Cheez Its, I probably would have won because you know people would have gone, "Ugh, Cheez Its! I like Cheez Its." So yes, it was definitely a um, attempt to appeal to the reptilian brain of America. Now going going against <clears throat> going against my suggestion at the very beginning here that you not try this again. If you did try it again, the question is, would Tom go, hmm, Gary had a theme before. Bob and Tom knocked me because I didn't have a theme. I'll have a theme this time. Would, would Tom go there? And would Gary, knowing that a theme worked, would he be able to come up with another theme that's as interesting as uh, uh, what he had before? Or has he blown his wad? I think my I think my next attempt would be a total retreat, and I would just talk about my navel for thirty minutes. Mm. Well, I would say, you know, Bob, I think you, you you make a you make a very good point, and that is, I was more intrigued at the idea of doing a solo pod than of of winning. Now, that's going to sound like sour grapes. I do not mean it to sound like sour grapes. Certainly, I could have done a Jerry Springer type thing and saying, today my solo pod is people who have wronged me. <laughs> Ooh. But I didn't do that. Now, um, Ooh, that look, would be I, I, a really good podcast. You should do that, Tom. That's really good. Uh, I, you know, uh, let me just say, if you've got me as the judge for that, I want to just, before I've heard the podcast, before I've heard what Gary's would be, I declare you the winner already, Tom. Well, uh, you would be the first person I would discuss on that episode, Bob. <laughs> I think since I won, I would like to give a victory speech. Thank you. First of all, thank you to the Academy. Thank you to, to the voters. I'd like to thank my agent. I'd like to thank my uh, fifth grade teacher who inspired me to meet celebrities. I'd like to thank uh, Tom for, for engineering the pod. I'd like to thank Bob for, for judging it and Tom Lichtenheld for judging it. I'd like to thank all my fans. Without you, I wouldn't be the winner. Thank you. Well, congratulations, Gary. Uh, but um, I would like to tell you, since you didn't ask, uh, a little bit about the encounters that I had. Not stories, but just the celebrities that I've had. Uh, Prince, pretty good one. Whoa. Paul Wait a minute. Paul McCartney. Is that you in the back row of the concert waving uh, at him and he made uh, eye contact I'm with actually you? In, I'm actually in a concert video with him. Uh, Wilford... How did you encounter... What's the Prince uh, encounter? Hold on. Wilford uh, Brimley, if you remember him. Uh, oh, who cares? Uh, <laughs> big come down from Paul McCartney. Yeah, big come down from Prince. Uh, and, and who... who uh, God, I'm terrible with names. Who's the African-American man that was in that uh, prison movie? Uh, I can't remember the name of the movie. Uh, I'm terrible with names. Um, does a lot of voiceover. Help me here. Oh, Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman is another one. There you go. Uh, Mary Lou Henner. Yeah. Okay. So how, what, I want to hear about Prince. Prince, actually, I had physical contact with Prince. Uh, because he was getting off the elevator and not looking where he was going and <laughs> slammed into me and Whoa. and his uh, his face planted um, just above my crotch 
Uh, yeah, he's short, you know, and you're tall. He was short. He's not short anymore. Well, maybe he is. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. But uh, and, and in this very kind of, um, um, I don't know, almost high-pitched Michael Jackson voice, very quiet, uh, he um, apologized to me, and um, his huge, he had huge security guys, <laughs> and... Uh, you know they were wow. surrounding him, but yeah, he just smacked right into me. Very apologetic. Where was this? This was at the uh, Westwood Marquee. Wow. Yeah. Was he wearing? Was he wearing purple? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Mm. Oh, and also uh, Quentin Tarantino. Whoa. Yeah. I was, I was at a I was at a recording session at a studio next door to him and. I came out for a break, and he did too, and we chatted. Whoa. That was a pretty good one. And uh, Paul McCartney uh, signed an album, a, a rare album cover of the Beatles. He signed for me. How did you get, uh, engineer that? How did you get that close to Paul? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Jim Gartner and I decided we wanted to go see Paul, uh, we had already seen him several times, wanted to see him again, and we wanted to do it in the front row. And um, his producer, Carter, uh, uh, he was talking about, well, you know, we can get tickets for the second row. Jim and I were like, no, front row or no row. And so we got, fr <laughs> uh, we got front row, and I took the album with me, knowing, because I'd been to previous concerts, that uh, if people threw things up on stage, he would sign them. If, you know, people from the front row, obviously, and not from the back, the back stands, people throwing things at him. No, it was the front row. And hey, Bob. So I taught, yes. How much did you pay for those tickets? I didn't pay, <laughs> I didn't pay a penny, but they were $1,600 a piece, I think. Production company Graft. Mm. Tom Carmitis is well familiar with that. What is that supposed to mean? Mm. But this was... Uh, Not craft, but you know what I mean. Because I've accepted a fleece jacket in 1988. <laughs> you never forgot about it? This was after I left the agency, so it wasn't really. Um, but, but uh, yeah, so Paul uh, signed it. And then uh, then he was trying to find out, okay, who threw it? And, you know, wanted to make sure it got to the right person and handed it to me. It was, yeah, it was nice. So there you have it. That's nice. pretty good. Not quite Florence Henderson level, but well, okay. I think to that point, uh, I'm glad I recorded my solo podcast first because had because I didn't want to be influenced by what Gary did, and and if I had listened to Gary's first, I probably would have done, I probably would have done a reexamination uh, and and maybe told some deep dark secrets, mm. uh, <laughs> just to kind of. But you. Um. Mm. But no, look. I I think first of all, I will I will say one thing: the Florence Henderson story is that you could have done the whole podcast about that. That was that yeah. is such a that was brilliant, wonderful, incredible story. That was gold. Yeah, and he was smart enough to end the podcast on that one. So I almost it, forgot about it. It popped into my head at the very end. I know, I know, I remember that. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Uh. But she, you know, what, what's nice about it is she obviously gets the last laugh. It's just a shame that, that you, you lost that picture in your hotel room. You never brought it home with you. I'd love to have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, of course, you made the whole story up and there was no mm. picture. 
I'm mm. not suggesting that. I'm just saying, isn't it odd that he forgot no, it in his hotel room? There is no I evidence. Think you'd, I think you'd agree that even, even the um, vivid imagination of the creative director of the pod, which I am, could not make, a, make that story up. Come on. But how could you forget it in your hotel room? <laughs> Why would I choose Florence Henderson? Why would I come up with Wessonality? How, how did you manage? I mean, how would you have left that in your hotel room? Why wouldn't something like that you, you know, brought home to show the wife and kids? Because I'm an idiot. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and I was even more of an idiot when I was, I don't know, 28, however old I was. Mm. So I don't know what else to tell you. Mm. And, and uh, oh, this was, no, you weren't 28. You This was for uh, Ace Hardware? True value. Oh, true value, that's right. Yeah, you weren't yeah. 28 for that. Perhaps my next segment, solo segment, will be about death. Death and those who have wronged us. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Why don't death, you? D- death and grievances by Gary Doyle. <laughs> why don't you do? You know, it could be this one and the same. I'm sure there are some people that are dead that that offended you. That you know, um, they're dead now, and so you get the last laugh. True. Very true. Or people that, or people that are not dead that you wish were. <laughs> Bob, I sense there's a solo podcast in your future. <laughs> I, you have a lot to say. Uh, my solo podcast would be uh, uh, boring to pe- people who aren't uh, uh, Beatle fans, I suppose. Because that's what I would talk about. I don't think so. I think mm. you're, you, you, there's, there's a lot you, uh, you can discuss. Mm. Um, are you still doing your podcast? uh the, the the Loyola podcast you were doing? Uh, getting a foot in the door. Um, yes. Uh, I have not done any in a while. I still need to go back and re-edit uh, uh, Gary's because I, I posted it without fixing a problem with it. Uh, which And yet it was still your highest rated one ever. It was. Another, another contest mm-hmm. I've won. It's true. It's true. Um, but uh, I, I do need to. Uh, I do want to uh, um, get some more going. So, and, and is that a is that a hint, Tom, that I should get you? Well, I don't know if I'm available, but you can certainly ask. <laughs> I'm not sure how a, a master producer uh, would be of interest to my ad students they know nothing about production have no interest in being producers uh, i mean who sure. who would but um you know it's i don't know it, it, you know i might as well get oh i don't know might as well get your wives to do the podcast because all right and then that's settled then i'll go mow the lawn that day <laughs> get something important done Don, uh, bob perhaps um you know the the intrigue and mystery and uh, and wonder of of our solo albums. Tom and I will inspire you to get back into podcasting. I hope so. That's why we're here. We're here ultimately to inspire people, lift them up, and uh, and help them accomplish great things. Bob, thank you, thank you for being our judge. Thank you for sitting through an hour and 
an hour's worth of podcast from me and Gary, and I wish no, I should note that Gary's was forty-five minutes long, and mine was about twenty-three minutes long. But oh, that was thank, thank you, you for bringing that up. I was actually gonna uh, thank you for bringing that up, Tom. I was going to actually point that out, and I forgot. Gary's was too long. Forty-five minutes is too long. Um, it, 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 it should have been a half hour. It sh- and, and I blame Tom for that. You could have more judiciously edited it. I didn't. I chose Gary edits his own podcast. He told me what to keep in and what to take out. Oh. Some people thought Apocalypse Now was too long. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but anyway, thank well, you. I'm I'm, I'm honored to have uh, to have been chosen for this, and uh, uh, I'll come back anytime. Thank well, you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. And until next time, remember, write us at there at yahoo.com. And until we speak to you again, next time reunited for sure, for Gary Doyle, this is Tom Karamitas saying, So, so there! there.